way down in Georgia, there lives a strange collection of people. But the tide that binds them is WrestleMatch. And they love to sit around and talk about it. And that's what they fixing to do. Georgia Wrestling History proudly presents the WrestleMen of Whoopcast. We got Shane, Brian, feeling two mats. We got a grandpa too. An old foot and shot. Yes, you know they finna get right. It's the wrestle me. They talk about a wrestling. It is the summertime, boys, and that means I'm drinking Zima. So it must be the Rifle Man. Oh, feels like it's been forever. Uh, we've taken our summer hiatus, get our batteries recharged, see what's going on around this bitch. And uh, we have returned. I'm Matt. That's Bill, Brian, Grandpa, and the other Matt. Um, not with us, our customs correspondent, Toots Footsies. And we're expecting a run-in from Jeter at any time. Well, once we start talking. Yeah, I'm sure as soon as we say something about that other Samoan, he'll just appear from nowhere. And Shane Marks has disappeared from the face of the earth. So here we are. We're left. Um, <laughs> I get a text from Brian Blaze saying, Hey, man, make sure you watch the NXT main event. To which I say, But I did watch the NXT main event. Um, but was you didn't watch anything else? Exactly, right? Matt. You're exactly right. <laughs> it was Aleister Black and uh, Triple H's skeleton um, in a suit, in a match. Brian, why did you make me watch that? <laughs> I just said it was over Keith Curry. Oh, God. Is that why? But no, it was. A, it was. It did turn, in, turn out to be a good thing. Um, in general, have we reached... Is this feud between Gargano and Ciampa like the closest thing to what we were what we remember as a wrestling feud that we've seen in many 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 years as far as WWE's umbrella? Brian, you love it so much. What do you think about it? I honestly just think they did it so they don't have to. Because you remember what we, we was originally talking about? It's like. They've done everything they can. Mm-hmm. So, like, they have to do something bigger now. Yep. But now, now it's like, well, now if we throw the title in there, then we got to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do think it, maybe it paves the way for Aleister Black to go up. I don't know. Um, it just, it felt odd to have Gargano completely just. So, what happened, Myers? Um, Black and Ciampa are having a match back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Gargano interferes, um, fucks them both up. But ultimately, Ciampa comes out on top and, and gets, he takes the title. Gotcha. So now you have the heel with the title. Yeah. Gargano has a thing with him, but now Alistair Black has a thing with both of them. Yeah. Which is weird. That's so weird because you cannot have a Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano singles match. No. That's not something that, that <laughs> thing will, will explode. What? 
Oh, you guys, what I'm saying, but you in the in the build up to it, yeah, you, you can't, can't have Gargano versus Black. That just I think they're gonna try it and just it'll get interrupted. Yeah. Got to get interrupted yeah. quickly because you Immediately. just you just. I remember early when I started booking, I had done a thing that I liked. Steve hated it, and as as you can imagine, <laughs> he he explained it very calmly and very politely. But he said you can't throw rocks at this baby face. You cannot, like, even that baby face used to be a heel, like, once the turn happened, you know, you cannot throw rocks at him. And I feel like even though Gargano clearly has a reason for doing what he did, to have him fuck up Aleister Black's thing, who is another guy who is super over, yeah. um, you're throwing rocks at him a little bit, and you cannot mess with that baby face. Because, quite frankly, I just happen to, I just have to believe that Gargano's the next guy that they can run with on NXT. And I think that that's it. Um, I don't think that there's a future <laughs> on the main roster as it's currently constructed for a Johnny Gargano. Am I crazy for thinking that, Bill? I think so. Maybe not super crazy. But I think I think that, that white meat is something that they don't have <clears throat> yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that if they can, it might be harder to get there, but they'll get, if they can get there, they got gold. I just, I don't. I that, feel like he's getting around without having to go through all the work. That is true, but I think it is all the work that made Daniel Bryan. Cause I, right, but that's what I'm saying is that, in theory, they're going to get to the same place, but they yeah. don't have to go through the fucking. Right, they don't have to decide that they don't want to do it and then decide uh-huh. that they do want to do it. Um, the, my issue with that is. If you remove the injury from Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. if you take the injury out, how long a legs did his run have in actuality? So let's say he doesn't get like, hurt by Kane. From when he got the belt? From or? when he got the belt, he feuds with Kane immediately, gets hurt in that feud, and then that sort of starts the long, oh man, I'm just, I can't, he's, he's hurt here for this thing, and then bad, worse things happen. But like, even if you, let's say he doesn't get hurt in that Kane feud, what was next? That's because actually, when you're saying does Gargano have legs, I think he does, and in that he has to get it in the chase. It's all it's all the chase for that guy. Same thing with Daniel Bryan. The thrill was in the hunt, yeah, with him getting it. So him actually, he he made his own great storyline where it kept him as the underdog, yeah. even as the champion. He still was like, oh, yes. this guy is really really injured, and he's really having problems keeping his head above water, and then he still keeps that the hunt going on. Yeah, I think that in Wrestling 101 says it's easy, but I think that their world is so much different than the world we're used to or the yeah. world we'd like to believe exists that just I just feel like a white meat baby face, I don't think there's a strong enough heel, I don't think there's a strong enough personality, period, in the company for a hot chase to work. I can't think of the guy who would need to be the guy up top. Uh, who are not not specifically the guy, but give me the archetype of the guy that they have on the roster now. Oof! I know. No, no, no. I know. I know. Oh God! I'm, <clears throat> but and he's actually kind of doing it with Jeff Hardy now. Yes. But yes. that, I mean, that's what Johnny Gargano needs. I like kicking heads in Orton. That Orton maybe, but this one is watered down version of that. That that is that is where the where I think the problem ultimately lies is that they're not going to go past even if they did kicking heads in Orton 
I think that we are so far removed from that kind of character that that character immediately becomes cool and is like, yeah, let's have him kick heads in. I don't think that they can manipulate the... Um, I don't think they can manipulate the emotions of that audience enough. What if uh, you get somebody like Brock who can just kick his ass and make himself beat his ass down week after week where you're like, Man. Well, that's the problem right there. Week after week. Brock's yeah, yeah. not going to do it. I, I mean, right, but the hard is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's say it was... If you could, get, all right, all right, okay. And see, it, this is—I think this is the heart of the matter. The storyline that I'm proposing, Johnny Gargano's—you're going to make him a top guy. If you had fucking Lars Sullivan in NXT with the belt, mm-hmm. a legitimate guy who looks the part, acts the part, doesn't do anything really cool at all, just is <laughs> out there to destroy. If he's chasing him, mm-hmm. it works down there. I don't think that that same exact storyline with those same exact archetypes works up top anymore. And I don't know why. Uh, what if they did that and then they had, they bumped Gargano up and then they had Lars come in and try and pull him back down. Right, right. Like take him from the main roster yeah. back to NXT. It oh. feels like a mid-card angle though. That all, everything... And maybe that's my problem is like everything that they've done with those guys thus far always feels mid card, mm. um, well, because know, of the way they position those baby faces. They're not going to put them in main coming straight up. Well, no, yeah, but I mean, even long term, it just feels like those guys just—it's just a weird. The dichotomy is just so weird now that. What do you think they do with him now? Because it feels like him and Trump are coming to an end. Hopefully, I mean, you can't squeeze. You can only get so much blood out of the thing, literally. <laughs> um, I mean, they did. He was able to have a pretty solid feud in the meantime with Andre Alma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is, the, but Matt hit on the thing is he's got to be chasing to be over. Yeah. So do you pull the rug out from under him again? Yeah, because I, I started trying to backtrack and think like, okay, well, what was the thing that got Brian over? Was that people felt like he was being oppressed? That yeah. he was being held out of it, and that worked as like a simmering tactic to simmer, simmer, yeah. simmer, simmer, until it it blew up into uh, his his whole shtick, which is still carrying him now. Like that was enough that people still feel like that guy's an underdog. Yeah. So you just have to do everything you can. You don't know it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. They, they yeah. It's another one of those because we talked about this before about like the, the people felt like they chose yep. them versus. And I think that's what's happening with Gargano in <clears throat> NXT is he he feels like the real deal in that the people chose him. Yeah, and he was not forced at all. And that's the as soon as that gets to the main roster, everything feels forced up there. Right. Because um, that's just the way that people, and I'm not even blaming the company anymore. I'm, I think I've, I think I've changed sides, and <laughs> I just blame the audience for cre- they created a world that was so goddamn weird that the wrestling people inside of that world don't know how to fucking function in it. Right. <laughs> it just, I could. I'm telling now. I have no ideas on how to fix this thing because I don't think you can fix it. I think that the, the best thing you can do is kill the audience. <laughs> I think they have a dry erase board where they have a new person and there's like, we're going to introduce them as a face, but that'll make them hate them. So then we're going to, and so then we'll use that and we'll turn them bad, but then we'll make them a chicken shit so that like, you have to like trick and them into tricking them. 15 years, he's yeah. the guy that you wanted him yeah. to be right off the top yeah. because you had a fucking, uh, you had a decision tree that you had to go down, to, yeah. but that's that's where we are. So that that leads sort of broadly into the thing. Um, 
No, I think we're going to talk about that next show. I want to talk about this on this one. I'm springing this on y'all right off the bat because I want it to be raw and fresh. Ah! And I'll, I'll, I'll give an example first so y'all have some time to think. Um, we have a number of sacred cows in wrestling. Like, um... Marks. <laughs> We're all taking our shoes off. We're all taking our shoes off and getting real comfortable. If you're going to surprise us, Matt, we're not, not going to wear shoes. Well, you don't want your goddamn socks blowing right through your shoes because I've knocked them off. You don't yeah, want yeah. that to happen. I like these shoes too much. I stay ready. So what I want to have happen in here is for all of us to work, to, to our, all of us with our shoes off, <laughs> touching toes, <laughs> to no. say a thing Tootsies. that... Um, that we think might be uh, blasphemous about wrestling. Whatever it is, and I don't mean just the current thing, <laughs> ever. Whatever, I want you to I want you to give a, a true opinion that you think might be considered in broader circles as heresy. Um, I will start, and I will say this. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, underachiever. <laughs> I know that we all love Ricky. God knows I love Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. But when I start to look back on his run, what he accomplished, and what he should have accomplished, and the reasons why he didn't accomplish those things, I'm like, dude, we should be talking about him. It, like, he and Flair, he should be in the Flair conversation um, the Shawn Mi- he definitely could be could have been Shawn Michaels. He could have been that dude. Um, he was the only guy to only ever be a you know work a babyface all I think the time. That's why. Yeah, but because he only had one one gear. Well, but I don't even think he I don't think he even got all he could out of that yeah. because when he he beat Savage at three for the IC title, then he wants to take time off. You think it's his wife's fault? Yes, that, that's what I'm getting at. Yes, <laughs> I think it's exactly that. That if whatever had should happened, we leave the clips out of it? <laughs> Ooh, he's supposed to be far away. I figured that one. I figured that kind of talk would draw Jeter right in here. But I really do think that if not for that decision, that he could have been. Because do, do you have you ever heard anybody say, "Man, I just didn't." Well, I know you have because they're older. But anybody of <laughs> anybody of our age, anybody that would have been in the wrestling audience at that time, yeah, you ever heard anybody say, oh, "I just wasn't that in the steamboat." I you, you don't hear that. Um, but at the same time, you can't really name me outside of the Flair feud and the Macho match. Give me the other thing he did, Jake Roberts. That Jake Roberts feud was great. It was. It was. That's your great. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. But like, was it main event stuff? Um, it wasn't meant to be. It was it, literally right. on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, but it was. It was never meant to be. I don't no. see why Ricky the Dragon couldn't have. No, and they gave him. A, they made him a dragon. Yes, which I assume is because they didn't think he was getting over. Yes, exactly. I think that he was talented enough, and he was pushed to the level that he could have fucking. I don't know why he couldn't have been the next guy. Like when the when when the era of the Giants was ending, Ricky wasn't that old. Like he, I know he was older, but he he could have he could have been the thing that bridged the gap between Hogan and Hart. Hmm. Like I, as the as the business got a little bit smaller because of the steroids and all that shit, um, I just think that if he had done things differently prior to, 
that he would have been in a position to be one of the biggest stars in the history of the business. Not as he is right now, a wrestler's wrestler. Mm-hmm. I think that if you talk to us, he's a wrestler's wrestler. But it, like, I don't. I, I think I remember who it was, Bill. But I ain't gonna call him out. But remember, you talking to somebody who was like, well, I just don't get the whole steamboat thing because they're a little bit younger than we are, mm. and it didn't translate. Yeah. But you talk to those same people about Dusty or, or uh, Flair's too big. I'm trying to think of uh, of a, a comparable person. Um, Sting. It, that's a perfect one. That is a fucking perfect example. If you talk to anyone about Sting, they know Sting shit. And you mean to tell me Steamboat couldn't have been that? I Sting sucked also. <laughs> oh, that's mine. There we go. <laughs> oh, shit! Let's go! Let's go! Don't get me wrong, fucking... Get it in before he gets here, because you know when Jeter shows up, this yeah. shit is going to get... We're going to get way goddamn minute in. I like, I like <laughs> Surfer Sting mm-hmm. with the blonde hair a lot, but when he changed over to the pro gimmick, I was like, all right. It still blows my mind that it's... Stole from a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I, mean, I know they do that, but as a well, man, he was a guy who was a Blade Runner originally. So <laughs> <laughs> he's like, maybe I could be kindergarten cop. Like, nah, man, stop stealing from movies. Just stop it. <laughs> kindergarten cop stay away. Well, that's what Bill said once. I think on this <laughs> podcast. But that was that was Sting's only advice to young talent. Hey, think of a movie you like. <laughs> well, is there any reason you hated that Sting, Brian? No. <laughs> well, that, I mean, see, that is the I, problem I, with Brian Blaze. Certain Sting, then he came back with that, and I was just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> could they have done anything differently to have turned you on that character? Yeah, went back. To went back to Surfer Sting. Okay. <laughs> I, I was, I literally was waiting on him. Wait, wait, what if, what if he says, what if, he came back and surfaced no, 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 no. him? Like, later on, he saw another movie, <laughs> and he was like, man, that guy's like crazy, and he's got a weird face paint, I could do that. I what could do he, that. What if he came back as like a Batman villain? No. Nope. Uh, so, <laughs> hypothetically. Yeah. Hypothetically. He wouldn't do that. that Theoretically. Else. What if he started fun. wearing like Sergeant Pepper uh, era oh. Beatles jackets all uh, the yeah. fucking time? Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know what that was. So, were you just so attached to Surfer Sting that you hated it go being gone away, or no? Because I mean, I because I feel like Brian, that goddamn crow thing seems like your business. That seems like the thing you would love. Fucking black fingernails, probably sitting around listening to goddamn Mastodon. Um, all those sound like you. Not uh, working smarter, not harder, just hanging out in the rafters, lowering yourself in, hitting, carrying a weapon, and just hitting people with it and getting out of there. No, all those things feel like you to me. <laughs> and then I, also, I think it was just because it was because Jeter popular, liked it. It was a popular thing when we was in because Jeter school. Liked it. That's no. what we're getting at. Is he no. didn't like it because Jeter no. did? I don't <laughs> think Jeter understands why he liked that thing. I wish he was here because I'd love to do an in-depth analysis on why the fuck Jeter likes Sting so much. Um, he's not. I know that back in the day when it was happening, that was always because I never watched WCW during the Attitude Era. And that was always one of those things that was like on my list. I'm like, he's fucking, he's just the crow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was always one of the main things in my head. It was like, it's all old guys. It's Hogan. Yeah. And it's fucking Sting as a movie character. <laughs> I thought that because the buildup was good because they were like you were just waiting for him to do something. Come on, do something. And then whenever he finally does it, then everybody pops in. It's crazy business. But he was off for a year, yeah, a year and a half, yeah. And, and I think that's also it too. Like when he finally did do something, it was like it's the same shit you've been doing. <laughs> and he seemed, he 
was, he was slower. <laughs> I mean, he, he seemed slower, and the, without that energy of the surfer sting was like, ah, and like jumping around and being crazy, uh, doing planches and stuff like that. This one was like a little slower, and you know, I mean, someone I, like I mean, the I that why he did it, but it's just like. You didn't change my Blasphemy. I'm here to say this is all heresy. <laughs> that's that's what, what you wanted. wanted. <laughs> you asked for this. You asked for us to take off our Dance, shit, puppets. Dance. I did. I loved it. I thought everything about fucking Crow Sting was great. Um, it, I don't. You're right. It you was. He was. Done it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I don't even. Oh, man. You can imagine how excited I'd been <laughs> as a fucking little steamer. If goddamn Steamboat had gotten. If Lex Luger had turned on Steamboat and wouldn't listen to him, and then Steamboat was like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. My wife said I gotta go home. But he didn't go home! He's up in the rafters with his baby. Except <laughs> <laughs> for just knitting and shit. He's just got a bunch of laundry he's always folding. Oh, uh, man. He is a kept man. That guy uh, is really uh, nice. <laughs> Get out. It's Get not the even fuck good. out of my house. Not even, <laughs> you piece of shit. It's not even okay. That match sucks. Myers. I've heard a friend say I that. don't even know if this is heresy, buddy. I think you're just telling the God's honest truth. Um, I remember a friend that would always say if that match, if they cut that match down to 15 minutes, it'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just boring. I just cannot get into it. Uh, I've seen hour-long matches that were great, and I was all through it. Through that whole thing, I felt like in the first five minutes, I was like, well... This is going to go all 16. I have literally seen people on this podcast do Iron Man matches that were better than that. And I'm not blowing smoke. That thing, you're right, is boring as shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know why either. I don't know. I can't put my finger on, like, if they had done this or done... I can't put my finger on that. But I can tell you that during minutes 13 to... 62, nothing <laughs> fucking happens. Yeah. Because no, I, 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 maybe it was in Brett's book, it was somewhere like that, where they said, he was like, I let Sean call the first 30, and I called the last 30. And I was like, y'all should have got Pat to call the 60. <laughs> Somebody else should have yeah. called all of it. Yeah, because it's just because it looks like that. It looks like two guys who are like, we're just going to wrestle a minute. And, yep. and it's nope. a lot of like, there's just nothing to me that ever, there's never a time where I'm like, well, here's a near fall. It's been a while since I've seen it. Maybe yeah, I don't think you're going to, I've watched it relatively recently. Um, and no, it is not. And you could kind of see all the other shit play out in it. Yeah. Like if those two guys, as good as they were, wanted to make that match great, they could have. Yeah. But I would imagine that backstage was a bunch of big dicking yeah. and. And, and then Brett went into it thinking that he was like, they're setting up Sean, they're letting him, they're letting him do his thing. Hey, what's he doing he, this? He gets to, he's getting to train. I'm not having time to train. And like, he wrestled like a guy who was ready to be, ready to well, be annoyed. Well, you know what's going on here in this Iron Man match? I'm going to be the shits for half an hour. And then we're going to do an extra five minutes for some reason. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think you. I, I'm. That's not blasphemy. I think you're just telling the truth. The ladder match is not that good either. So does it got to come up with another one? I'm gonna need another one out of you, Matt. Oh, uh, really? I, I real live fucking Harrison. Oh no. I, <laughs> all right. Bill. Uh, I hope it's something about women's wrestling. Bill's a good blasphemer, anyways. So. Yeah. <laughs> New Japan isn't memorable. They don't have stories. They don't have characters. He bought Bill. You got that one. They have they have individuals that I find entertaining because of things they do. Woo! Like, oh, 
shit! <laughs> you come into my house. <laughs> Man, you sit in my chair. Eat don't eat your eat my popcorn shrimp <laughs> and have the audacity to talk ill of King of Sports Bill. It says King of Sports right there on it. Man, don't get on floor if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing, oh. is that most of those matches, they're fantastic. And within five minutes of them ending, I forget everybody who's in them. Damn it. I don't like it when you come at me with That's logic racist. that holds up. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, there's obviously, like, you know, I can name Los Ingobernables, the, the important people of the Bullet Club. <laughs> I start to lose it a little bit past that. And then, I mean, there's, I'm going to do it right now. There's Whiskey Bandit. <laughs> uh-huh. There's the Simone who's yes. not with the Simones. Uh-huh. There is the dude that looks like T.T. Light. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi. Yeah, Yoshihashi. It's a bunch of that. When, and, and is ma- it, and let me ask one thing, though. Okay. Is this all because of Chase Owens? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but he's part of it. And we, like, but that's, he's a good example, too. It's like, he's great in the ring. He has fine matches. But I don't remember fuck about him. And I don't care about him because of it. He's not wrong. It's Harrison. And that's the guess. But he's not wrong. They're good at what they do. It's, yeah. I don't think it's them. I think no, it's, it's, I think it's the, the way it's New Japan is structured. Is it, do you and think, I don't think they're failing at something. I think right. they're choosing not to do it. Yeah, but yeah, because yeah. they don't do it, it doesn't grab me. Is it, obviously you said the lack of a storyline, which I would, I would argue with you on the point that there definitely are They have the base storyline. Yeah, so it's very base. You have a belt. I want, I want belt. it. I challenge you. Yeah. We have match. And it's very Japanese traditional. But like, if you watch, I mean, you can just see it from the shit Jericho's doing. Yeah. It's so different. Because it's over there. Yeah. If it was over here, we wouldn't give a shit about it. Because it's pedestrian. You're right. Him running a video where he attacks a dude when the lights come back on yeah. is nothing. Him attacking shit. someone at a press conference is different because we don't do press conferences. But, but it's the same idea. Saying, it's a backstage one. Yeah. yeah. The stuff he's doing is only crazy because it's over there. And because Japanese pandemonium, you can do whatever you want. Yes. God damn it. I do envy that. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? Just be able to beat up fans oh, and have oh no repercussions. It's yes. great. Do you think that part of it is the lack of a true mid card? Because everything over there is presented I think, as yeah, big, like the the everything's bottom or top. Yeah, yeah, I think you're yeah. right. There, there was an era of SmackDown that I thought was like that, where it just feels like kind of the same matches are kind of happening. Yeah, because well, there's only so many guys. There's like. I don't know. You guys know better than I do. Ten or fifteen guys. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of like, like, oh man, Dolph Ziggler was wrestling John Cena again. So it's kind of, it's kind of that. There's a certain sameness, but obviously it's working because they. Yeah, like it. the fact that we even are talking about it means that it works. But no, you're that is a that is a valid criticism, and actually, it's ridiculous that anyone would have that opinion. <laughs> it is like a dagger in my heart that someone who I thought was my friend would stab me like this. <laughs> but it is a. I'll just go in my closet and put on my fucking various t-shirts and then cry the rest of the episode. You guys fucking take oh. it away. Actually, and a part two is that the British stuff that's coming up is is just as guilty of it. I'm back on the team, Bill! I'm back in with you! But, you know, that's... It's, Everything you said about New Japan that I agree with and hate that that's the fact, but I would say exactly the same shit about the British shit, except for not one good hairstyle among them. Uh... There's no Minoru Suzuki of the bunch. No. Um, they're all a bunch of goddamn uh, hot dog bodies, <laughs> no. and that's. But I that yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. But I think that gets to the bigger point of anything that's not 
anything that is outside of the WWF, WCW formula is always going to look very foreign to us. And I know, obviously, it is. No, no, but like even I brought that up once yeah, about it, how WWE has their, essentially has a handicap because they do that. Yep. Yeah, because they're, they create stories, and those stories can be bad. Yeah, they can be. You can fail and a they, story. Honestly, right now, often are. But yeah, you can fail. But it still grabs more. I mean, the things like because that's what. So you know, they used to sell WrestleMania as like an anthology back in DVD uh-huh. days. So someone got that for me for Christmas in like oh two or three or something, and I watched all of them, just ripped through all of them, and I realized that. I can't imagine the quality of a nap that I would have had <laughs> trying to watch. <laughs> so I put a pin right where you are. I have developed this thing of, it's not boredom. Clearly, I love wrestling. I'm giving up time on a Saturday to sit in a room and talk about wrestling. If I turn on fucking wrestling now by myself, it is the, it's like a lullaby. It's like a sweet baby lullaby mm-hmm. just rocking me into an easy sleep. Please continue. Um, I realized that out of context, those matches don't hold up. Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them are good. Yes. But I definitely don't care. There were matches that I I remember watching that WrestleMania live uh-huh. and being so much more. Yeah. Into it. And now you're like, oh, and I was watching. That's all right. Well, I'm gonna go watch it. There was like two months of lead up where they would go to the control center and they're like, <laughs> the Bolsheviks are taking on Strike Force, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it must be good because Sean Brady's talking about it. Perfect analogy for the point he was trying to make. To go Bolsheviks versus strike force. But yeah, but I mean it's the same thing. I think a lot of like because that's I know at least for Sasha that's why I'm so attached. Yeah. Is because I watched her come She in says wearing a legit boss t shirt yeah. right now. As um Well I'm gonna say something mean about her since what you did. Right. <laughs> um, she looks like a candle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and she loves Jesus. You can just say that. I'm mad about it. Um, is that I watched her go from weird, generic, possibly Latina girl wrestler to... Man, watch that early shit. You're right. You're 100% right. And, and watch her become something crazy. Yeah. And I had this I had this whole thing. I, I talked to one of you about it, or multiple. I don't remember. About her and Charlotte, because they were coming up at the same time, and how Charlotte didn't get me because she doesn't dance reckless. And that's yeah. what Sasha did. Which shows the energy and the passion in it, which is what makes wrestling better than like I can go watch MMA if I want to watch people. Fight. Absolutely, and that's yeah. just boring because I don't give a fuck. I don't about care about either one of them. If you want thigh slapping white guys, that's all you need. <laughs> that is bald dude, no body hair, wearing these shorts, punching me. <laughs> like I mean, it takes skill, but it's boring as fuck. It is. It that's is. the difference. Mm-hmm. Is that you know I get invested in characters and people and whatever. We like a little sugar in our bowl. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that, uh, Grandpa. Oh, he didn't like the way Moses. He's gonna say it all. Everything got an eighty shit. <laughs> he thought Tojo got a bad rap. <laughs> Actually, he did. Shoes. Use the shoes more. Um, young bloods are great. Bucks, bucks. Oh, young young bloods are cool too. Young bloods are cool too. Shout out to Big O. Get well. Usos are great. <laughs> and Chris Benoit should be in the Hall of Fame. No, he shouldn't. Uh, you kill your family and the counter kills everything else. <laughs> I think Brian wants to take the counter argument. Brian wants him in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I'm only Grandpa on that one. You don't no grandpa's saying that the heresy is that Benoit does belong. Yeah. You were saying put Chris Benoit in the yeah, hall. Put him in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
in a very select wing with like Jimmy Snuka and maybe some other people who have had. Hogan just got out of this one. That's true. He's like, I mean, pull him into mainstream again. If he had family still alive and kicking that need some money, yeah. Oh, he took care of that. He made sure that the world family would have no. There's nobody that's living off his name anymore. So they're like, now they're like, well, all right. So we've somehow found a heresy that is so big that both sides are now are now blasphemy. Because I do see it from both angles. There's no arguing that. The wrestler is, I mean, he's a he's a top five percenter. He's just, and not only was not only was he good, he birthed people who were pretty good, like just people who emulated him. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of thigh slapping white guys because of him, even though that's not what he was, but it's right. somehow the new yeah, version of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a lot of that British shit just looks like him to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other Which hand, is weirdly cyclical. Because yes, yes, exactly, right exactly. Um, on the other hand. I mean, I agree with his hard-chopping policy. Mm-hmm. I disagree with his family genocide policy. Yes, right. but but it's not the Family Genocide Hall of Fame. It's the Wrestling, wrestling Hall, Hall of Fame! Fame. <laughs> Which he would go, he could be in both of those. Yeah, he could really be in both of those. It's like, <laughs> first draft. Let's know? get back to the Usos. <laughs> Grandpa has a... A, a palpable hatred for the Usos. He j- what is it about them? Is it the show when they ran out of the car? The cup. The which one was married to Cameron or whatever her name is? Jimmy. Yeah, they ran out of the car. She was tailgating somebody because she's crazy driver, and they ran out and backed her up. And I'm thinking, do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> One woman running up to my car, it ain't no big deal. Two guys running up to my car, it's going to be some problems. If you can back up that crazy woman, go grab her instead of attacking the driver. I haven't liked them since then. Wait a minute. How do we and get Grandpa so has a gun. It's just that I need to get over it. You won't tell him that? What show is this? The total whatever. Total Divas. Oh, when I, they first come to play. It's been years. I haven't gotten over it since. This thing had nothing to do with their wrestling. To me, I don't... Wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We're back in. That's what upsets you about them? Uh But Ben Wall should be in the Hall of Fame? (laughs) No, no. Grandpa's saying he should not be in the Hall of Fame. Are you? I kind of go both. (laughs) Wait, I thought you said he should be. Because he's not, he won't be. He he should be, but he won't be. I kind of... Right, well, that's the current status. He should be, but... No, he shouldn't. He's pro-murder is what we're finding out about Uh, Grandpa. But not... (laughs) He was... And traffic violations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, so I don't like the Usos either. I just think that so. I, I just think that there's nothing special about them. I think that their promos are terrible because all it is is what I say. That's what he said. What I say. That's what he said. What I say. That's what he said. You I'm say like, ooh. That's what he said. Yeah, I'm like terrible, terrible. They had the part two. Just, they had just one just of those promos that was great. The problem was they didn't know if they wanted them to be faces or heels. Okay. So they, they was cutting up that promo and it just kept coming off weird. Mm-hmm. But like I, I like the the new thing that they're doing. The new cha- the new gimmick change that they got going. But they don't know what to do with it anymore. So it's it, it's kind of shit, it's killing them again. Because uh, like the face the face like Uso got old real quick. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Well the painted up we're Samoan dance them up. 
Yeah. That thing's been done to death. I like I like the new shit because I feel like, you know, uh, I got to tell you, Myers, when you get a gimmick, uh-huh. what you want to be is just yourself turned up to 10. Uh-huh. Um, I do feel like it is authentic. I feel like that, that is those boys. I feel like the, yeah. you see them outside, I feel like that's how they act. Um, and so I like it. But I, I think, and to Brian's point, I think that because they had that big thing where they were the only thing going in that tag division, and then mm-hmm. New Day came over and they had that great feud, the problem is that they both had a great feud, and then they had nobody equal to their parts to go up and yeah. feud with next. And so now they just have to sit and simmer. And so now it does come off as wonky. It's not, yeah. Even at their best, I still still think that it's like a, 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 B, a B team in a in a C era. So you're like, oh man, they're so good. That's fair. That is like that is extremely good. Like, that is dude. that is extremely fair. Um, that is a B team and a C team. That is very fair. Um, is this just because we all know John and Trey and we feel like that they could do that gimmick? <laughs> they would be so good at it. They'd be so good at it. Because it kind of, even when also when the Usos get in the ring, I don't see that anymore. I still, that character, their characters that they're doing, I just don't like it anyway. But it dies on the match. It, it, yeah, exactly. They just go back into the that as they're doing this prison thing, that yeah. maybe they should have jumpsuits. <laughs> maybe there's a team that... that maybe they is. should bet cigarettes at ringside <laughs> yeah. and talk about commissary and stuff. <laughs> there you go. Now oh. you're working a gimmick. Where could we find a team like that? <laughs> And if they had a little squirrely white dude? Oh my god, if they had a like a Charlie Manson type. Yeah. Grandma has one more. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. Oh yeah. I super kicked. <laughs> that is a finish move. There, a super, it. there should not there should never be a super kick party. Well, you gotta super make kicks are finished. That's you like, that's that like training. Name, say, grandpa. Huh? You gotta blame that on your name, say. It's all about the T-Fault. Your name's sake. <laughs> they didn't have to keep it going. And trade, it's like trading super, the super destroyer moves. That's, yeah. That's yeah. just, yeah. It, 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 I it, understand suspended belief, but come it on. Is, yeah. It is a valid, too much. it is a valid criticism. Too much. And uh, as I stated, I have kind of turned around on those guys. I just think that they've, I think that business wise, they have shown themselves to be able to do a thing that no one else could do, which is, not create a competition, but create a space that feels like theirs mm. and that it, it works for them and all that stuff. Do you think that they are the ones that started it or do you think they're just the ones that played with it? No, they started it. I, ha- I have to give oh, them, no, I have to give them credit for yeah. starting it, no. Because the indie scene, the, the indie scene is always going to have that because, quite frankly... Do you think also, as a side to what you're saying, that... The reason things are the way they are right now is because the indie scene is what went bigger. Well, I think that the indie scene happened the way it did because if you're an indie wrestler and you're trying to break out and you're trying to have a viable promotion, how the fuck do you compete with a 30,000 seat arena with pyro and big ass TVs and all this shit? The only thing you can do is work harder in the ring. That is the only space you have in which to play. What can we do? We can't be bigger in production. We can't have bigger names. All we can do is go out here and work harder and have better, more exciting matches. And right, because because they because again, if you're an indie guy, you wrestle 
once a week at this promo- one promotion. That promotion is going to run once a week in the same building, most likely, and that's going to be that. But WWE has to run four or five times a week, and so the, those guys can't go out there and run at breakneck speed or they die, and we see the evidence of that now with the, the mounting injuries that that company has to deal with. And so the Indies had to turn it up. Um, it's not... The old-timers will say these guys didn't know what they were doing and, oh, they're killing the business all that. That might have been the effect of it, but that was not the intent of it. Those guys were just fighting to survive. And I think it was a real. It was like, it was like okay, y'all going to say we're killing the business. Y'all and that, that is exactly what happened so with the we Bucks. We go out here and do yes. everything that the, we can. That, that became their gimmick. And, and that actually, intentionally or unintentionally, they, it became a way for uh, indie guys to make more money, yeah. for them to get crazy merch, yep. and, to, and to get themselves out there in ways and kind of think outside of the box of like, okay, we're gonna, this is how we're going to promote ourselves. And so, yeah, they don't need, they don't need any of the WWE money. Yeah, no, they're just not like, now. They're fine. They're fine. But they, but they, they had to orchestrate that. Yes. And they had to do that. It's that way. I mean, I think it, they busted their ass. They did. They, I can't product. be mad at them for working hard um, because it worked. Um, and as soon oddly enough, <laughs> both of Grandpa's picks, as soon as the young bucks start to get noticed outside of hardcore wrestling nerds, mm-hmm. Um, you start to see the fucking Usos super kick, super kick, super kick, super kick, dive, 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 So it gets oh. fed back up to the Fed that you were trying to be different than in the first place because that's how wrestling has always worked. Um, Myers, do you have another one? God, uh, no, I'm having someone say something crazy. I'm ready. To <laughs> I want to get in the mud with somebody today. I, yeah, I get. Uh, I don't know. These are all these are all good points, but um, do you have any opinions on Bobby Duncan or Bobby Duncan Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> died too soon. <laughs> no, they didn't die soon enough. <laughs> Should have died quicker. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to be provocative now. <laughs> let me let me ask you one to see how how you respond to this. Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I will say this. I'll, I'll give I'll give you one and then you can play off of it. Awesome. Memphis was a whole lot of bullshit. Uh, <laughs> like, more bullshit than they get blamed for. Yes. Somehow that's all been romanticized. Yes. Like, the dog food and yeah. all the crazy stipulations. And the all Christmas the, tree monster. Yes. All of the kooky <laughs> characters. All of that is like... Now it just has one face on it, and that's Jerry. And Lawler. it's Jerry Lawler, and it's a real good ass punch. It's a good ass punch. Yep. and he was a champion for a long time and sold out buildings. Yeah. Also, okay, the the heyday where everybody's like they sold out Mid South. Yes, but that was a very small amount of time. Yes, and then everything else was back in the TV studio and dwindling yep. numbers because that little boom was when everything was booming, and then they quickly tapered off. They held on. That's better than a lot of people did. But still, that crazy period. Same thing with like the Von Erics. That their boom period, Memphis's boom period, pretty much syncs up pretty well with like the Von Erics of like, oh wow, 82, 83, 84? Yeah, that shit was great. And then it was not. And then, and then, like, <laughs> yeah, so you, just the numbers of the size of the arenas. And then like Ken Mantell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, guys. I'm going to shut this podcast down before somebody says some crazy shit about Gary Hart and I clear this motherfucking room. <laughs> this has been The Wrestle Man. Talk about it. Oh yeah. oh yeah, shit! I got so scared about Gary Hart. I, I don't think Tiger Mask is good at singing the outro. Bullshit! <laughs> Tiger Mask! We take him home! Okay. He does Bon Jovi. <laughs>